Hello and welcome. You're listening to the Defiant Business Podcast, and I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, founder of Defy the Status Quo, a branding and marketing consultancy. This podcast is for the business owners and professionals who have seen the status quo in their industry and are ready to do things differently. We're here for the contrarians, mavericks, and rebels. On the Defiant Business Podcast, we'll talk about marketing, sales, client and customer experiences, finances, and amazing entrepreneur journeys that show that none of us are alone. Thank you for joining me. Oh my goodness. Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of the Defiant Business Podcast. I'm your host, Ruthie Bowles, and I have the pleasure of having Heather Cox with me again today for her second episode. Heather, thank you for joining me again. Thank you, Ruthie. I'm so excited. You know, I love tactical tips, so let's get it. Yes, we are getting into it today. Um, Heather Cox is the owner of Heather Cox Codes, and she's an amazing web designer and social media designer and consultant. And this is her second episode, as I said. So be sure to go back. Yes, be sure to go back and check out her first episode if you want to hear more about her entrepreneur journey, um, how her business came about, um, and also more about her rebrand, which we got, I got to watch, you know, kind of unfold live through her TikTok videos. But Today we are going to talk about something that Heather, something that Heather took to the stage on. She planted the flag and was like, I am done with this. And we are talking about the boss babe, girl boss, CEO, and all of those phrases today. <laughs> and I know y'all are listening to the podcast, but if you could have seen Heather's face just now, you would have laughed. <laughs> I can't. Oh, oh, but you can. You are going to crush it if that's what you mean. <laughs> so before we kind of get into the these terms and these phrases, because they have they've always been something that's irked me a little bit too. And I, I couldn't quite put my finger on it before. But having done your first TEDx talk, can you tell us what that was like? Oh my gosh. I don't know why I did that. I'm, I don't know why I go big or go home, I guess is my mentality in life. You know, I'm outspoken and loud and obnoxious and like in your face, I'm going to tell you how it is. Um, I, I don't know why I did that. I hate public speaking. I have stage fright. I know it doesn't seem like that from my TikToks and my reels, but that's really controlled chaos. But when you're public speaking, oh my Lord, I couldn't breathe. I like, and I could some like, to be honest, I don't remember what happened because I blacked <laughs> out while I was doing it. So, but it, it, you know, I just decided that I was like, this is labels need to stop. And so I'm just going to go big and I'm just going to reach out and, and do this TEDx talk and and really just nail home the fact that these stupid labels need to go. Okay, so when you found out that it was accepted that you they were like, "Yes, we want you." What what was that like? What was that like? Was it a happy dance? Was it a scream? Like what was it? It was like, "What are you doing?" Like, "What?" <laughs> I can't. Like I still can't wrap my mind around it. So, you know, I was 
you know, I was, I, I contacted them and they were doing some rebranding and shuffling of the organization. So then I reached out again months later and then I got, you know, um, I, co- I got, they contacted me back and then we had a Zoom call and, you know, I, I had a, an idea of the talk I would give at the beginning, but then it really morphed into the talk that I gave. Um, you know, there's, I've gone through a lot of struggles, uh, with my, in my personal life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I was thinking about really doing a talk on that, but then I was like, you know what? Like I have all these credentials in business. I'm a strong ass business owner. Um, not even a woman business owner. I'm a strong ass business owner, period. No gender needed. And, you know, so I was like, I'm going to do this talk about just, women in business and, and why we need to just see ourselves as business owners. Cause that's what I see when I see myself, I don't see myself as a CEO or a femme printer. Like I can't. So I just see myself as a, a strong individual who's a business owner and that's what everybody should see themselves as. You are so right. I just got to tell you, I got to tell you whenever I hear fempreneur, right. Or see it. Um, I always think of femme fatale, right. And what's interesting to note is that nobody cares that the femme fatale is a femme because they're dead. So it gender doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> like, why am I like this? Why am I sitting here and that's what happens in my brain? Like, why am I like this? I don't know. I love it. Oh my gosh. So, so okay. So speaking. Oh, wait, wait. Tell them about what you wore. Okay. So my, <laughs> my talk. My talk, okay, so if anybody knows me, my brand, I wear black all the time, like literally. My closet, my laundry, I can't find anything because everything is black. You're wearing black right now. I am wearing black right now. And so I was like, you know what? Like these labels need to be put to bed, like a dirt nap, like RIP, like... So I wore like a black dress, like I was going to a funeral and I wore like a birdcage over my eyes. And like during my talk, I was like patting the tears away oh with like, a tissue that I had hidden in my bra. And <laughs> so, yeah, it was legit a memorial service to the boss, babe. And that, you know, we need to literally just, you know, bury her six feet under and give her flowers and move on. <laughs> oh my goodness. I oh I did not know about the tears. I didn't know about the tears that you shed for Boss Babe on stage. I'm very theatrical. <laughs> Girl, me too. Girl, me too. So this is fantastic. So I just I just wanna so just as an aside, right? Because I I so I've been talking more about like why people need to show up more on video and stuff. And that's something that like is is kind of a recent focus. But that's one of the things we hear. And I'm sure you probably hear it too. Like it's, it's, oh, like, I feel like I'm an imposter or I'm afraid. I, like I'm, it makes me super nervous. And I just want to just highlight that you said it yourself, Heather, that you're like, oh my goodness, I don't even like public speaking. But when it came time to talk about something that you really cared about, you pulled out the stops. Like you're yeah. like, no, no holds barred. And I'm going to cry for the boss, babe, here in my funeral garb. Yeah. Like gold <laughs> star, gold star. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So now that the scene has been prepared, the stage is set. Mm. So I have to ask them, 
how do phrases, how do these phrases, right? So we've said a few of them already. CEO, boss, babe, girl boss is another one that I've heard a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. It's funny though. I, I don't think I've ever heard boy boss, but I digress. Right. But how, how are these labels, you know, holding us back as women business owners? Because we as women, that's what I mean by we, women, women presenting folks, like we use them the most, right? Like I don't typically hear men saying them women use them. So how are these types of things holding us back? So, I mean, in the beginning of the whole girl boss, boss, babe culture, it it was, it was there for a reason to create community and uplift one another, get a girl, you know, but now when you think about it, it's like, okay, like, especially where we are as a society where every, I mean, genderless let's go right like so i i don't these labels really put an emphasis on being a woman when it should put the emphasis on being a business owner and it's like this faux feminism of like the pink pens for breast cancer awareness the pink cookie and to quote samantha jones fuck that pink cookie like <laughs> nobody cares about that breast cancer cookie. They want authenticity. They want to know that yes, I will get through this battle instead of this just like faux feminism. Like it's infantilizing. It's like oh, and then it also allows for you to not be taken seriously because girl boss is actually associated with like the girl boss hustle culture of MLM, and I'm that. That's where it really comes from. So when, you know, I had somebody ask me, are you a real entrepreneur or are you, you know, somebody like a girl boss, quote unquote. And I'm like, no, I'm a real entrepreneur. Do you sell MLM? I'm like, no, (laughs) God, no. And they were like, oh, okay, good. Because that's, I'm like, well, okay. Like, I don't want to be associated with that. So these labels, they're just, you know, like you said before, there's no boy boss. There's no manpreneur. And we always assume that these labels, entrepreneur or boss, they're masculine, but they shouldn't be. They can be added to anybody. Like you, Ruthie, are an entrepreneur and a boss, period. Like you don't need to be like, no, she's a girl boss. She's doing all these amazing girl boss things. No, it just, you just, it just, it feels like that we're second class, like second class entrepreneurs. Like here's the man, he's the boss. And then here's the girl boss who is just this frail little oh I can't do anything and it's just we just need to stop and just really say that we are equal to all entrepreneurs and bosses and business owners it doesn't matter about gender oh my goodness that's that's a real I did not realize that that is a lot of where it came from was this MLM idea I will say that I have always associated the phrases especially boss babe and like those two girl boss and boss babe those two especially I've always associated them with this like overdone uh Instagram aesthetic type of of business exactly and I mean I guess to be fair right those people know exactly who they're talking to. So maybe that's just like, they know their audience. But like you said, when you look out into the business world, that does not include the, oh, look at me in my, you know, straw hat on the beach with my, you know, light scarf floating in the wind or whatever. Right. right? Like if, if outside of that, like if we're looking in digital marketing, if we're looking in finance, if we're looking in supply chain, like, 
nobody is out here like I'm a girl boss. Like that's right. And like you said, it's infant. Yeah, that's that's a really really good point. <laughs> <laughs> like I don't want to be looked at as like a second class business owner. I busted my ass for 15 years. I'm not going to be demeaned by some stupid label that another woman business owner wants to put on me. Not doing it. And then it also comes with this like toxic positivity. I feel like we're in this like zone of like, yes, girl boss, get it. And then if you're like, well, this happened to me, it's like, oh, nope, we can't talk about it. It's negative. Nope, only positive things on this IG feed. And it's like, it's just too much. Like I can't. So everybody just needs to drop this fake ass toxic positivity and be real. <laughs> okay. So have you seen the Lego movie? I love the Lego movie. Of course. Okay, so when you talk about toxic positivity and girl bosses, I just thought of the Unikitty trying to hold <laughs> yes. in all of her negative emotions. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. And then at the end, oh, my gosh. Like, it's rages. Oh, my gosh. I can't. And that's, I that's love essentially it. what happens, right? We see these these uh, these girl bosses, the boss babes, the queen girl bosses. Um, you know, eventually something happens, right, where things break. And and then we get to watch as they basically have that unikitty moment at the end of the movie where everything just kind of falls apart. Right. Um, and that and that's incredibly unfortunate. But, um, you know, I think that that's that's an interesting note. Right. Because when we do the labels, So if some episodes ago, some episodes ago, I did a series on cult coaching, mm. not related to this here but i think kind of what we're talking about like you said is it almost is kind of culty um in in the ways that they're trying to build community but one of the things right that kind of uh has a cult coaching program makes it kind of stand out is very much creating an us versus them dynamic yeah. and when you are in one of these very much like girl bossed up communities it is it's very much us versus them but then i guess that was true with the mlms as well right mlms are like if if they don't support you they don't believe in your dreams and just move right. on <laughs> right yeah so and yeah it's i i feel and i love again like i just love the whole shift from this perfection to authenticity and being real and like yeah we all have flaws like we all aren't we're not perfect and business is not perfect and you know just this boss babe label just makes it seem like that you got all your shit figured out but you really don't and you just kind of look fake and like I'm gonna get a lot of flack for this but I really just don't care like if you have a, if you are literally labeling yourself as a boss babe like you need to like reprioritize a brief and, and kind of reanalyze yourself and be like okay why am I labeling myself like this and like you kind of need to look deep and think like, you're just a boss. Like you really need to step out of that. Like I want everybody to know if you are labeled yourself as a boss, babe and girl boss, think why, think how those labels are affecting your business because it does. I'm telling you, like I've lost, I've had a couple of people who didn't almost work with me because they thought I was in this boss, babe culture because I reached out to them via Facebook messenger. That's the only people who are reaching out to you is this girl boss like, hey, join my group. Yes, join this messenger. I can't. So, all right. So it's the girl bosses and the bro marketers. It's the girl bosses and the bro marketers in your DM. So they're they're together. So it's like Ken and Barbie. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. I love that. Right. Okay. (laughs) 
Well, see, so that's so like, again, like, so in my space, right, like, um, I haven't really frequented too many, like women only Facebook groups. But uh, for me, it's it's always a combination. Sometimes it's a woman, sometimes it's a man. So that's why for me, I talk a lot. And I know you've seen it, but I talk a lot about the bro marketers on TikTok. Mm-hmm. But essentially, it's the same. They do reach out and that's the same way that they do it. Um, from the perspective of being a veteran, right? I like I, I really my brain really latched on to what you were saying about faux feminism, right? Um, because we do have like, it's, and it's not to say, right. And I, I think I can say this with confidence, right. That you're not, you're not talking about the fact that women still are like underrepresented on boards and underserved and, and all this other stuff. That's not what this is about. Um, but it, it's very much like the pink cookie and the pink pen. Are you actually donating money or are you just wearing a pink shirt? Are you actually volunteering your time or are you just like passing out pink stickers, uh, you know, that you made that have your business name on them and you're just, you know, co-opting the, exactly. the fight for breast cancer, right? Like you're, and you're being exactly. performative. So as a, as a woman veteran, Right. Like we were incredibly underserved and, you know, we, we tend not to get all of our benefits. And, and even for myself, like struggling to file a claim. Right. Based on the fact that, hey, no, I, I don't have external scars, but, you know, I was assaulted while I was serving and it's a struggle to file a claim like that shouldn't be the way that it is. But I just want to make that clear to anybody who's listening to not don't conflate these issues, because one of just because they're related doesn't mean that we're talking about it all under the umbrella. I can still not want you to call me a girl boss or a boss babe while at the same time fighting for women to get more of the representation and more of the the service, right, that they deserve. Yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, when, again, with the faux feminism and the boss babe, it's like, it's, it, it, it the toxic positivity of it kind of shows the true colors of that faux feminism, right? Because if you disagree with anything that a boss babe, quote unquote, would, you know, um, that says or does, you're ostracized and you're kicked out and that's, and you're, but you're also another, you're also a female business owner. So they should be supporting you in the flaws and everything, but they're not, they're just kicking you to the curb. And that's not really like community building within the female business community you really should be uplifting all women. And, and, you know, a lot of people will say that I'm shitting on girl boss culture and boss babe culture, but it's them who's doing a lot of the shitting on and the predatory means in which a lot of these businesses thrive. I mean, I fell into that because number one, I'm blonde. Number two, I'm a white woman. Number three, I was a single mom. And a lot of the times we are targeted because of that type of culture. and. I just, it's, it's, it's disingenuous. Just be like, fight for real women's like progression. Don't just label yourself as a girl boss. I think you're doing something because you're really not. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's absolutely right. And, and we are often targeted and, and they try to like, you know, kind of, kind of build like this false camaraderie with you when in reality, they just see you as another number, another way to reach their quota for the month. So that way they can get back into the Facebook group and be like, oh, I'm going to have a, you know, I'm having a 30 K month or 40, 50 K month or whatever. When in fact that those K's right, those thousands are made off of other people's hopes and dreams, which they may or may not be able to help them achieve. 
I'm going to make so many people mad, but I don't care. It's it's Um, probably already been said uh, on this podcast in some way or another. So you go ahead and do your your thing. Do your thing. um, It's also the the social media collaborations on the internet. Um, You know, it's if you have, you know, it's, it's just this, they want to work with you. But then once the positivity is gone and they, and you, and you are being your genuine self, they're like, ew, she's a bitch. Ew, she's too real. We don't want that. We want the picture perfect, you know, family with the matching pajamas. And like, it's, I can't. So like, it's also, it's the social media collaboration. I'm sorry if you were if you are not who you are and like, I know you Ruthie, like you're amazing. You're so smart. I would not be on this podcast. If you were some girl boss hawking some horrible essential oil method to cure your COVID, I'm sorry. So <laughs> it's the social and, and it's also riding up the coattails because they'll be fun with you and, and nice with you. But then once they get what they want out of you, you're toast. You're gone. You no longer serve a purpose. So, you know, I, uh, then that's another part of the, this online girl boss, boss, babe, fempreneur, CEO culture where everybody's so happy and nice. No, no, no. They won't collaborate with you or talk to you if you aren't super nice all the time. And it's, it's exhausting. Number one, and it's disingenuous. Number two, and it's not really helping women in business by just being overly positive all the time and showing this positive side of yourself that we all know is fake. So, it's you know, and, and that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's why I collaborate. That's why I only collaborate with certain people that I know are genuine and honest and are like my friends. Like I consider you my friend. So, you know, um, that's, I, I've dealt with a lot of that in my social media career and, it's difficult to make friends because of that. So I appreciate you a lot. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Yes. Yes. You guys are definitely going to get to see me and Heather getting together for sure, because she is not even that far away. And guess what? (laughs) (laughs) I have also had the struggle of making the friends. So, and I think now every time I see hashtag girl boss or hashtag boss, babe, I'm going to think of Regina George from Mean Girls. (laughs) It is. It's true. She was like, like I, the queen girl boss. Stop. She was. And I think, I think, I feel like if we work together, we could probably go through that movie and pull out a bunch of scenes and then just apply them to some of this boss babe stuff that we've seen online. Yeah. I think that that would be hilarious. So we're going to put it a- with us. You're not wearing pink. You can't sit with us. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So that's, I mean, so we're going to put a pin in that. Cause I think that there's something there. Like Heather and I are probably going to birth a whole bunch of memes somehow from this. <laughs> and that actually, we may use a meme to promote this episode. Yes. <laughs> from- I am here for it. Let's go. Yes. Okay. So this has been an incredible conversation. This has been an incredible conversation. And I know that 2022 and beyond, like, business is just going to continue to be amazing for you. Like you've got these deep ties in your community. And I think what we've demonstrated here today is that you are absolutely fear of public speaking aside, not afraid to speak up 
for what matters and what's in the best interests of our community, right? As, as a social media, as a marketing type of community, right? If we're looking at women or men, like you are going to speak up. And I think for your current clients, your future clients, um, that'll be something that really just encourages and helps really foster that trust because that's one of the big things, right? They don't, they don't care how you do it or, or what you did, but they do care how you make them feel. And a client is way more likely to stick with you if they know that you care. So that I see, I, I see kind of like a limitless future, whatever the future holds. That's, that's what I see for you and what it is that you're doing. And I'm very excited to continue, uh, to continue being a part of your journey. So just thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you so much. And you are really like probably one of the longest TikTok friends I've had. So I just really appreciate you so much and everybody listen and follow the podcast and follow her. because She is just dynamite. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So in the first episode, we got to hear a lot more about um, Heather's entrepreneur journey. So please go and check that out. She is somebody with um, over 15 years, probably now January will be 15 years of, of her anniversary. So she's got a ton of experience in this space. And while she, you know, got started right where social media basically started, um, she's on TikTok, she's on Clubhouse, she's out here testing the apps and is just live, like on the very front edge of, of what's, ex- what's developing, not what's expected, but what's developing for this industry. And so I very much encourage you to follow her social channel. She's always putting out great information and uh, we've got a link. We got links to all of her, her social channels, as well as her ebook, the do's and don'ts of social media. And Heather, you got anything else for us? Um, I just want to say thank you for everybody who like, I don't know, is supporting me through all these years. Like it's, it's kind of crazy. I've hit 15 years. So I just wanted to say thank you for to everybody who's been supporting me and to thank you as well, Ruthie. Thank you. Oh, you are most, most welcome. Thank you for co-creating this awesome content with me. Um, so yeah, so that's the end of this episode. Please be sure to subscribe, share, uh, comment. I'm sure Heather and I would be more than happy to answer any of your questions. If you want to uh, just slide into the DMs, as long as you leave your pitch at the door. <laughs> <laughs> don't pitch us. <laughs> don't pitch us. But no. no, seriously, in all seriousness, if you have questions, if you if you want to talk more about this topic, about why we should not be using these labels like girl boss and boss babe, it's a conversation I'm happy to have. It's a conversation that Heather's happy to have as long as it's a nice conversation. So I can always take me in conversations too. Let's go. <laughs> okay, but like if you end up on TikTok and stuff, like don't blame us. Right. Like you're, you're signing up for it if you come into the DMs mean. So, uh, (laughs) thank you again so much for joining us. And I look forward to seeing you again next time. Bye. Thanks, Ruthie. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Defy the Status Quo Biz, and the link is in this episode's description. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.